Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's a discussion of the latest entertainment news and celebrity gossip that go beyond the headlines. Welcome to Daily Pop, the podcast edition. We have a lot to discuss today. It's Bye Monday, guys. you guys. Normani is sharing how she really feels about Camila Cabello's racist comments, and Jennifer Lopez reveals why her Oscar snub was so painful. But first, The Bachelorette is making history, and we have a lot of thoughts. I'm Erin, this is Justin and Morgan. You guys are watching Daily Pop. Yes. Hey, Claire Crawley has been named the new Bachelorette. Claire was on one Pablo season of The Bachelor. She went to Bachelor in Paradise twice, also got engaged on Bachelor Winter Games. She's 38, which makes her the oldest Bachelorette mm. ever by six years. She told Good Morning America she thinks her age is an advantage. Mm. A lot of people put it out there as this negative thing, but for me, it just is more years under my belt, more learning and knowing what I want, what I don't want. Are you cool with the younger man, cool with the older man? Where where are you in that? So I have been known to date younger guys, so <laughs> that's not a problem for me. The thing is, I'm wondering if they're ready for me for my age, so right. I feel like that would be more of an issue than me with them because I feel so much younger at heart than my actual age. Yeah. I'm proud of my age, but I just feel younger, and yep. I feel like that to me is what's important. I like this girl already. You like you this do? choice? Mm -hmm. I like this girl already, and I Why? like her because when she was talking, she was like, yeah, I'm known to date younger men. She wanted to use another word. <laughs> oh, I get but it. But she went for date. But I also like the fact that The Bachelorette is 38 because I feel like when you're 38 and you're going into this, this situation and you've been in it already, mm -hmm. you're going to look at it differently and I feel like you're going to make decisions based on experience. Totally. And not based on what you think people will want to see, what America wants to see. You also won't get uh, so caught up with other people's, like, their sort of trickery, I feel like. I feel like you, you've experienced enough life, as she said, to know exactly what she's looking for and mm -hmm. she's going to be able to identify that within the guys I think quickly yeah. and she's also experienced this show so many times I was reading that what is it like two bachelor in this yeah. whole sh she thing got time. she was uh, she was engaged for a hot second yes. from the winter games um, the, the winter thing is, games I feel like the true uh, bachelor nation fans because I was discussing with some of my friends who watched this closely they're like we're done seeing her like we've seen her way too many times cry on TV like we want someone new we want someone fresh there's a whole pool of people that you can pick from oh, wow. why do we have to resort to this you, okay. although they like that she is age appropriate she is a great girl we like that maybe we'll see a different type of standard and different type of contestant they feel like she's kind of random almost like why out of all of the no. people and all of the seasons like why are you choosing somebody that we've seen so many times already be engaged yeah. no, I feel like she's like the coral or like the Anissa of like you know the real world challenge how you would watch it and you would see the same people 
people come yeah. in. The veterans. The, the veterans. CJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, the CJ. It's like, give CJ a break. He is 43. His <laughs> knee is not working right now. Give him a break. But I kind of <laughs> like this. I'm kind of really into it because then you get to see more mature guys come on the scene. Or not. And date this woman. No, I heard They're that they had go to go back and they had to go through the guys again and add some older guys in it because it's but a whole different ballgame. I think I like that game. because I think it's the reality is, is that there's plenty of single 38-year-old women and plenty 38-year-old single guys. So I think it's it's just, it's not hopeful. I feel like 38 is very young, but I'm just saying, I think it sheds light on people that like, it's better than just somebody who's 25. Yeah, well, but yeah. think about it. When you were dating at 22 and 25, the dumb decisions you made and the things you thought about aren't Even the now, same as yeah. when you're 33 years old, mm -hmm. like I am. Like, if someone got my dating history on camera when I was 22, it's oh a my total God, it's and a she's total also, I feel like maybe this sort of, if she does find somebody that she gets married to, the chances of it lasting might even be longer. Yeah, I think there's more on the line because you're not saying, well, I'm only 23, so I have a whole life to live still. I think right. You're like, well, you know what? I've been through it. I've done this. Now I really want to settle down and make this work. Yeah. yeah. There were rumors that Hannah B was considered for The Bachelorette. Again, that would make her pretty much, yeah, back-to-back -back bachelorettes. Uh, would that have been a good move? No. Because I, when I heard this news, I kind of just rolled my eyes. I'm like, no. No, I think people were so hung up on Hannah B because I think she was so well-received. I think people loved her. And in terms of, like, the Bachelor Nation, I think she was probably the most popular bachelorette in, like, forever. Yep. But I think she had her time, and I think that it's good that they've gone a different direction. Mm, yeah. I, I thought would like she to was see Hannah B. You would again? like to see her again? She I don't want to see back Bachelor. No, it's too much. No, I would have liked to see it because when you go through something, Thing, and then you consume it and digest it and you get to look at it through a different lens, I think it would bring you into it in a whole different light. And I feel like Hannah B, out of all the Bachelorettes, was the most vocal. She wasn't afraid to say what she wanted. Hell, she went in that windmill four times and we wanted to know about it and she told us about it. She didn't hide anything mm -hmm. from us. So I think coming back in back to back with a no-nonsense attitude would really be entertaining. I was kind of here for that. I, I was here for that also. That. I loved her. I thought she was an epic bachelorette, but like, I wanna see a change up. I can't do back to back the same person. And I also can't stand mm -hmm. to see her go through heartbreak again if it doesn't work out. It's true. Again, I, I think she see. needs time to grow outside of the Bachelor franchise. Don't you hate a show whenever you have to like go in and learn a new character? It's like, I don't wanna go into the hills and meet this person's cousin and mm. this person's other person. Like, I just want Justin Bobby, I want Adrena, bring that <laughs> Stephanie Pratt back. <laughs> Hell, give me Heidi's old sister back this too. This is like, not the hills! That's what I, mean, I just <laughs> want, like, I if I have to learn somebody new, I get frustrated. Why not give me the same character? Show me how much they've grown over the last two years. She's, you know, been in Hollywood. Like, let her go again, in let's see. Same breath, you just said we couldn't do CJ and whoever else from the real world Because they've been again. on it since Jesus was writing the Bible. Okay. okay. <laughs> they right. were on it when I had antennas on my, my TV, TV screen. Come on. All right, let's switch it up, you guys. Uh, Normani says being the only black member of the Fifth Harmony band made her feel like the other the other one in the room. Normani, Megan Thee Stallion, and SZA are on the cover of mm. Rolling Stones, Women Shaping the Future Issue, out tomorrow. Normani says she de dealt with racial attacks online and her bandmates didn't know how to help, quote, because it wasn't their own experience and because when they look at me, they don't see me. Mm. How would you guys handle that when you are in a band and you are the only one? First of all, let me go ahead and say I am the only one a lot of the times. Mm. And what I expect from people is very low. I don't expect people to see me. I don't respect people to understand my situation, but I do 
expect people to respect me and respect that I'm in this circle and you will have my back if something like that happens. Right. When we come to the show, we didn't choose to work together. We were put together on this. And you know what? We may not like each other all the time, but everybody will respect my co-host. You're not going to call Carissa out of her name. You're not going to call Morgan out of her name and right. expect me not to say something. Right, right, I'm right. Good. I can say it because we work together. You and We have a relationship. We have a yeah. relationship, and that's my cousin, and I can say it, but you can't say it as well. Right. And the problem, I think, lies in that people, and I'm gonna say this word and hear me out, that certain people are racially insensitive. I don't think they're racist, I think they're just racially insensitive and they can't put themselves or empathize with people of a different race and that's the problem. And we've seen from Camila Cabea's past post on Tumblr mm -hmm. that she had some issues with certain people of different nationalities and if you think somebody is a second class citizen at 17, God knows you're probably thinking at 19 and you're probably gonna think that, that they're the same way at 23. Right. So I think going into that arena, you need to be ready. If you're gonna join these girls on this, on this ride, if you're gonna join somebody of trans experience on this ride, if you're gonna join somebody who's an immigrant on this ride, be ready to ride with that person. Sure. Do you also feel like it's our responsibility, and I say our, from my own experience, because there are a lot of times when I felt like the other or the outsider just being someone who's biracial, and a lot of people didn't really understand that whole situation, mm -hmm. and I did feel like, oh, maybe I'm not seen or heard. Do you think it's our responsibility when we feel that way to educate our friends in the circle? 100%. If you don't feel seen or heard, and you don't give somebody an opportunity to learn how to see you and how to be a part of you and how to learn you, then it's a opportunity. It's a right. misstep. You but have you think to... it's a responsibility of yours or people, I mean, if somebody's also maybe a little bit more ignorant and not as privy too, I feel like I think you had a really good point about being racially insensitive or racist. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, Camilla's Tumblr post, I mean, she wrote those, I think I read the article earlier, she was 13 or 14 years old. This was way before Fifth Harmony was a group. And I, I just want to make sure I'm not confused. The Tumblr coming out, like all of the posts, we, we spoke about a few months ago, the band was already dismembered, right? They yeah. were no longer a group. Right. But when she was in the band, she was dealing with racial backlash. And attacks and, and wasn't attacks being defended. And wasn't being defended. And she, Normani was hurt that Camila, her, it only her took friend. her, yeah, it only took Camila a couple days to respond to all the backlash when the Twitter stuff resurfaced. Yet when it came to Normani actually being attacked while in the band, it she, took her she however by long. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, could you ever get over that as a as the, you know, someone who was your friend, a former friend. I don't think that these girls are friends. And I don't think they're going to be friends anymore. I think that obviously Camila was probably extremely mortified, embarrassed, her horrified, all the words you can use, um, that all of that surfaced for herself. And the fact that Normani is speaking out about her experiences um, that don't necessarily sort of lend a favor to Camila, I don't think that they're ever going to sort of rehash right. any sort of relationship. And they're both, you know, Normani's <sighs> ent entitled to speak her truth. But being mortified because you're getting backlash is different than being embarrassed that you didn't stand up for what was right. That, totally. And right. I think I'm totally. gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. And I'm gonna say, when you're in this whirlwind moment and these fans are like, yeah, girl, you the best one, you the best one, you dance better than that black girl, and you don't say anything about it, I think you're at a young age and you're scared and you're impressionable and you don't want to ruin that and you're riding that high. You're also competitive. You're also trying to make yourself stand right. out amongst your other, your other whatever band yes. members or. But it still does not excuse that you sat with somebody in a group and you rode on a tour bus with them and you were in photo shoots with them and you were you were lollygagging mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and relying on that person to bring you up because as a group we're all going to bring each other up. Yeah. You can't sit there and just sit idle.
Yeah. Especially when you know that it hurts somebody, and especially when you know that it's getting under someone's skin. I will never let you go down yeah. for right. being biracial or for doing your thing. I will never let you go down for being a crazy white girl. It's not happening. <laughs> and sometimes your silence is a lot louder. So yes. well, I think that was her point. Exactly. That was her exact point. All right, you guys. Up next, JLo admits her Oscar snub was a letdown. How about you? Do you need validation to feel successful? We'll get into it next. Mm. Mm. Duh. Ruminate validation. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Wellness to me means all things in balance. And balance doesn't mean all things are equal or at peace at all time. <laughs> Okay, so the next time you take a tumble, remind yourself even Oprah falls sometimes. Uh, that moment posted by LA Times Espanol was from her Los Angeles Vision Tour show. Somebody bubble wrap Oprah. We cannot lose her right <laughs> now. Really? This is not the time to leave. And that was leave. a hard fall, by it the way. Was. That was not like, that was a fall that hurt and she didn't even have time to react. I'm sure she, when she got up to start speaking, she yeah. was like, wait, I actually like feel that in my shoulder. She went face first. Yeah. Oh my God. The next day she was icing and she posted like, I'm glad I'm only a little sore, but I think her ankle gave out. I think she rolled it. Here she is with her fancy whatever that is. Oh yeah, it's a um, uh, hy hyperbaric uh -huh. uh, leg compression. Uh, oh, of course you yeah. know. Well, because Justin Bieber uses it and I watched it on Seasons. And it's like, what, $3,000? Oh, it's like ridiculous. It's crazy. So It helps. Yeah. Already know that PR team at Christian Louboutin <laughs> has like a, a like a whole situation room waiting for the fallout of Oprah falling in their heels. It's, it's like happening. It's also so ironic. She was literally talking about balance and then she falls. Yeah, it, she was just thinking about balance too yeah, much. Yeah, she's like balance. I'm like, yeah, well. Mm -hmm. And we had Britney's issue last week. It's a lot of ankles. You know, I also did that bowling. So you know, what, Oprah, I'm with you. That's Mercury why I don't girl. bowl. That's Mercury why I don't girl. Bowl. Yeah, Mercury. <gasps> Mercury coming for everybody. Mercury coming from the ankles. Can we get it on? grade instead of retrograde like it's can we can horrible. we work that out please I do good in a retrograde uh, that same day Oprah sat down with JLo and they talked about that big Oscar snub JLo described exactly how she felt when she didn't get a nomination for Hustlers I was sad oh I was sad. I was a little sad because there was a lot of build up to it yes. there was so many or I got so many good notices like yeah. more than ever in my career also I felt like my whole team like I said most of my team has been with me for years, 20, 25 years. And I think they had a lot of hopes on that. Yeah. Like they wanted it too. Yeah. And I felt like I let everybody down a little bit. What do you think? Do you guys need validation like that in your career to feel like you've done a good job? I think I, yeah. <laughs> we're looking at you first. God, I don't look so good. Anyway, um, I think I need validation right now. I think you look that, by thank the way. you. I think that if you work really hard on something and there's a lot of anticipation about it and people, there's speculation that you are going to achieve something great and then it does not happen. Yeah. I, I mean, I do think I would like validation if I feel like I've worked really hard on something. I would like people to be like, you did a good job or you look great or I like your dress or whatever. I think everybody wants that. Yeah, I don't think people don't want. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like people don't want to be recognized. I feel like people want people to acknowledge them. I don't care about the validation. I just want the cash. <laughs> well, like, the cash is, is more important. I but, want you to validate me and say, "Hey, you have been killing it and rocking it and going above and beyond, and we are going to reward you." That's how my validation works. I don't need like great job on that interview yeah. or you killed it. Like I would rather a note back than a compliment.
Well, and that's also, but this is different from what she's experiencing. I think also she was so close, or the closest in her career, that she was actually going to achieve an Oscar potentially. And I think once she doesn't get that, it's less about not being nominated. It's more about like the chances of me getting that again are vi are probably a little bit. I, they're slim to none. I don't. I think she'll get it again. I think now she that she has a taste for what that role yeah. looks like and feels like. The problem with Jennifer Lopez is, and I hate to say this, she wins too much. <laughs> in order to get an Oscar. You have to not win no, that year. That's no, no, true. let me tell you. When Meryl wins an Oscar, that means that Meryl does not do a movie for three years, then she does a movie, and then she comes out of retirement and she wins because Meryl's not doing blockbusters here. She's not headlining a tour. She's not on that stage doing Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. The Oscars love to give it to people who stick to the craft and who do a role and haven't done anything else. So Look you at think Jennifer there's an Jason Lee. To this. No, no, let me tell you. Jennifer Jason Lee, okay? Let me just let y'all know. Single White Female was one of my favorite, favorite movies. Jennifer Jason Lee did something in 2002, a movie. She didn't do another movie for 14 years, came back, did The Grateful Eight, put on some prosthetic teeth, and everybody was like, you know what? Give her an Oscar for that. Let's give her a nomination. No, I it's think luck Jennifer, of the draw. No, I think Jennifer Lopez wins too no, much. I, mean, I think she's just too busy that who knows when she'll be able to do a serious role like this again and invest her whole self into it. Like, look what she put into Hustlers. I feel like she would... I think she is fulfilled and validated, but I think when there was so much hype surrounding yes. this specific thing, that's yes. why you're disappointed because everyone is literally like, hey, you're so close to an Oscar. How are you going to feel when you wake up tomorrow and get that nomination? Yes. And it's like, well, geez, maybe maybe it actually will happen because I'm getting all these other nominations. And I don't think her getting an Oscar was something that, I, I know that she's an actor first and foremost, but not really. She's a dancer and a performer, so I don't even feel like an Oscar was something that she necessarily really desired strongly before this. Yeah. I think this all kind of worked out. Yeah. If you get yourself on a screen in a movie, you want that but, Oscar but from she day wasn't, one. She's not doing the same roles as Meryl. She's doing Made in Manhattan. She's doing things that are like rom coms. She's making money. Which we love. We love. She will get the If there but was a new category. If there was a rom-com Oscar, she would have had 15 mm -hmm. of those. 15! How much Parasite made? All right, you guys. How much all those movies made? They <laughs> like people who don't make money. That's, That's how they true. roll. Leo took him they focus forever. On the they, the they focus on the art. Because it was almost too easy for Leo. He's just so good in everything. But they wanted him to really work They for really it. Want, they they want wanted him to, to live inside it. a bear. All right, we are reading your thoughts on The Bachelorette casting. Nazi thinks Claire is perfect. She says she knows exactly what she wants. I'm just glad they chose someone more mature. Mm. Lita mm -hmm. isn't sure about Claire as The Bachelorette. She says she's trying too hard to get the job. Hell, well, she got the job. And Brennan loves the choice. He says she's older and deserves to find love, and she's from my hometown. Yep. All right. And you know what else? They are tired of people being like, okay, we're gonna get engaged, but we're not gonna get married. Or this is a promise yeah. ring. This woman is 38. She's she ready. knows what she wants. Mm -hmm. She's yeah. ready. They're gonna get that baby special. They're gonna get everything. All of it. All right, you guys, up next, reports that Meghan Markle returns to Hollywood spotlight, and it might be at the Met Gala. Is that the right move? We'll talk about it. Meghan Underwood is killing it. <laughs> Meghan Markle is reportedly going to return to the spotlight. The UK Sun <laughs> claims she's attending the Met Gala in May. Sources say the Duchess was one of the first on Anna Wintour's guest list, and she's apparently planning to go without Harry so she can establish herself again oh. in Hollywood. If this is true, is this a good move? Because you guys are already oh, shaking in your boots. Chomping at the bits. Oh, God, Justin, you want to take... I mean, here's the thing. If she does that, that is such a move. I don't even know what kind of move that is. It's literally like we, you know, we wanted to, you know, get a step away and have our privacy and really just sort of like, you know, be reclusive and just go, you know, start our family and focus. 
it's some bullshit. <laughs> okay, it's like, are you kidding? You're gonna go to the Met Gala now? The biggest event that you were all like, of no us royal like time, no royal time anymore. That was a little too much. But if the Met Gala wants to invite me, it just, it just could be perceived as like, okay, yeah, what the heck? What like, the what, what is the real intention here? What? You I'm love so, it. I'm so proud of this crafty bitch. She is crafty. I am so is proud of you. I don't even know you personally, <laughs> but I am proud of you. This is the thing. It's the moves. Met Gala is one of the most prestigious red carpets and the hardest ones to get mm. off you of. Can, you need it's, a it's, personal invite. No, no. You need, no, 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 no. She has to approve you. Anna has to approve you. No, no. You got to get invited. It's a whole process. The fact that she is making her public debut. But we don't know. It's not confirmed. No, no. It's confirmed. If they put it out and Anna's letting this ride, it's confirmed. She is going. What Meghan Markle is also doing is, is she putting out to Hollywood, to producers, to studios, to executives that she is making this debut. And when you walk that carpet, people are going to ask the question, what is next for you? Mm. This girl is giving herself two months because it's the first Monday in May to secure that bag. And the minute people get wind of this, offers are going to come in because they want her to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm working on this project with Disney or I'm in development with this person. You think she's going to give interviews? She oh. is well, going to give an interview. No, no she'll she, probably just walk by. No, no. She's, she's not, not going to speak. She's not going to speak. If she goes, she won't speak. But also, why wouldn't she... This is Kraft it's, Macaroni and Cheese. What do you think she really is? Kraft Macaroni. I can't. Do you have any ideas of what you think she'll wear? Oh, and that's the other thing. Like, is she now, that's, I have more of a question. Like, is she now just going to sort of, like, she doesn't have to follow any fashion protocol. protocol. She, she so will, she can though. be. You don't think she will? Okay, the theme is to, Orlando, Virginia. Oh, no, 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 she no, no, no. I'm talking about Royal. Royal. Oh, no, I'm not talking oh. about Met Gala. I'm talking about she no longer has to be conscientious oh, every of day ev life. anything. So she could wear... Two pasties if she wanted. No, oh, she said she was she going does. with something androgynous. The reports say that she's going with something androgynous, which means the designer has already been picked. That means the sketch has already been given. Mm. This is happening. But if I was her, I would go with that like slut dress, that sheer one with like the rhinestones. Like mm. I would have that whole moment and say, you know okay. what? No, she's gonna establish herself as like a, a fashion. And she listen, at the end of the day, they're not getting any sort of aid from any sort of government at this point. So yeah. they do need to make money. I understand, but it's Tell me this is not the smartest thing that she has done. I just think it just it shows sort of that there was a plan in place this entire time. And I think that that's what people were a little bit maybe. By the way, if I'm leaving a royal family, if I'm leaving a marriage, hell, if I am leaving a job, there will be a plan in place. Yeah, I will parachute yeah. down. Who doesn't have a plan? There doesn't well, I guess she's not. be a plan. And this was the Mexit plan. So there you go. Hers is like, first appearance, got it. May, just, here we come. I Met am Gala. so proud of her. Uh, someone I'm proud of. My boy, my man, my crush forever, Post Malone. He is coming clean about his face tattoos. Uh, he's getting really honest. He tells the new GQ, quote, I'm a ugly ass mother effer. No! It does maybe come from a place of insecurity to where I don't like how I look, so I'm going to put something cool on there so I can look at myself and say, you look cool, kid. Okay, first of all, Post, you are not ugly. I've seen your high school yearbook photos. You are gorgeous. I think you're cute. Yeah. How do you guys feel about his whole reasoning for his tattoos? Look. I think it makes I, sense. I'm down for doing things that make you feel better. Like, I'm against plastic surgery as much as I'm against people doing face tattoos. My only issue is 
and I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this, is if you know what the problem is, instead of trying to mask it, I would just hope that you would work on it from the inside out point. first. Sure. And then decide, hey, this is what I wanna do because I've tried the therapy, I've tried to look at myself in a different light, and this is my option that makes me happy. But again, I'm not yucking as yum. If that's what you wanna do and that makes <laughs> you happy. What is it, what? I'm not yucking as yum. I just think that like, <laughs> oh it's gosh. a, I would just wanna work on the things from the outside coming in. And I think yeah. a lot of times when people get plastic surgery, they jump into it thinking it's going to make them feel better. And when it doesn't, they get other things and other things and other things. Mm. And then you snowball and you look like a different person. And then you're upset with how you turn out. I think it was also like his lifestyle where it's like, I'm going to do whatever I want. And like, if this is how I feel today, whatever. And mm -hmm. It also makes sense. I mean, he's Post Malone. He's like one of the biggest musicians in the world right now. Like if he wants to have tattoos that say always tired on his face, like guess who can do that? He can. Yeah, exactly. It's going to hurt when he wants to take those off one day. But you know, I don't think he will. I think he's always going to keep them. Should yeah. we do always tired? I, by the way, tired? I should get always, always tired on my tired. face. That is literally my favorite filter. You've been right in this now. game for two days. Don't even start. Oh. You've been in this 530 game for two days. <laughs> this bro. show? You don't know my life. You know what <laughs> I should do after this? We should take a picture of Erin on her first day of Daily Pop and the picture of her on her last day of Daily Pop and see the difference and what happens. The yes. amount of that keeps up. I get up this hour anyway, whether it or not is. I'm on Daily Pop, you guys. Why All didn't right. you answer your phone the other day when a we called you to come in? Get out of my life. Up we next, had to share prompter with a mess. We've got Latin superstar Bad Bunny. He's here and talking all about his major success and how he's using his fame for good and what it was really like taking over the Super Bowl. Stick around. So why didn't you answer the phone if you were up at 6 Oh, he <laughs> was on silent. He yeah. was on silent. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. La soledad no me asusta, pero dormir solo no me gusta. Let's give a huge Daily Pop welcome to Bad Bunny! Congrats on your new album. Thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, so exciting. You are on top of the world right now. Ah. From all of the nominations, from Super Bowl to just everything around, people are obsessed with you right now. How does it feel to be you right now? Ah, uh, I don't know. Está cabrón, soy yo. I feel so good. I feel amazing. So happy. I think that I'm in the happiest moment of my career. So I'm enjoying, you know, the process, all the process, and. Yeah, so yeah. happy, so grateful with the with the people. Oh yeah. my God, they love you. But tell me how you got the name Bad Bunny because your real name is Benito, <laughs> and Benito Martinez could have worked. Can we call you? Can we call you Benito? Or should we call you Bad or Bunny? What do you want? Uh, I don't know. I, I like when people call me Benito, you know. But you, people can't call uh, call me however they want. Yeah. <laughs> how did you get Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny. Uh, that name come from. Uh, from a picture when I was a kid, I don't know, I, I think that I was six years old. Um, that was. Um, oh, oh wow. you look there like you a bad are. bunny. That's a picture, yeah. You look like you're up to no good right there. <laughs> no bueno. No, I was so mad. That, there was a Easter day in the school, and the, the teacher picked me to. 
Dress up that. That's hilarious. Oh my god. You better send that teacher some money. Yeah. Because she gave you your life right there. Give me now, ex. Oh my gosh. You were crushing your fashion game even since you were young. Right? Tell us about your style. It is so amazing. Do you come up with all your looks? Uh, most of the time, yeah, I have my theme, uh, my team, you know, I have my stylist, uh, my friends, um, but yeah, I, I like always to, you know. You always, you always help it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I take the decision. I, I have the last word. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, you know, I love that sometimes your fashion uses a voice for the voiceless and you talked about a transgender woman that was murdered on your shirt, what made you do that? Um, you know, um, it's 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 about what you feel, and always that I feel something, I, I do it. So in that moment, I felt that I wanted to say something about it, and yeah. um, and I did it. it. It's it's about you know from my heart. Uh, I always looking and. Pendiente, how you say pendiente? Deep inside. Alguien me puede ayudar? Pendiente? Aware, aware, yeah. Yes. Thank you, Chichedo. Aware, <laughs> aware of, of of my country, you know, of Puerto Rico, or Puerto Rico, or that uh, is so important to me, you know. So always that I feel that I need to say something. Yeah. I, yeah. I did. That's amazing. Let's talk yeah. about your album and what you're saying in the new album. Like, tell us about it. How did you draw inspiration for this? And is Mom. it going to be clubbing? It's like, like the yeah. last one. Like, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know I'll be oh. in the club. I'll be in the club with my fake nails. You get yeah. everyone off their yeah. feet. It's a, it's a happy album to dance and to, to having fun. Uh, the name is Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana. And... Do you know what that means? I can do whatever I want. Tell us. I can oh, do whatever oh, I want. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, I'm already, I'm already done know. with it. I'm already done with this album. <laughs> I, do, I do whatever I want, yes. that, and, and it's how I feel right now in my life, in my music, that I can do whatever I want, and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, he I wrote the album about me. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. All right, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us here. Thank we you. love having you. Yes. Uh, next time, you're going to teach us how to have, like, a really great manicure because you <laughs> always kill it with your nails. All right, you guys, Ignorantes, the new album. It's out now. We are also reading, um, did you also have a... 14, 14 Billboard, Billboard Latin nominations. Music nominations. Yeah, yeah. All right, Something that's crazy. amazing. It's I insane. love it. Congratulations. All right, coming up, <laughs> weddings are getting a total makeover. All the hot new trends are next. Turn that song up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, vibing in the club hard. Wedding planning can be very stressful, so here to help narrow down some of the biggest wedding trends for 2020 mm. is Kristen Maxwell Cooper, editor-in-chief of The Nut. Hello, Hello. welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> So, <laughs> yesterday was National Wedding Planning Day. Yes. Can you please tell us what that is and why it's on March 1st? So it's the day that all of the couples who got engaged during proposal season, which is November to Valentine's Day, it's a thing. Wow. It's proposal season. Is oh that, why is that proposal season? It's when a lot of holidays are. It has just a celebratory feel. Got it. And a lot of like got family it. gatherings. So a lot of proposals happen during that time. Literally so, three people in my life just got exactly, engaged within this season. Exactly. Your Instagram, your Facebook, oh, wow. it's all blowing up around that time. Okay. So then March 1st, all of those, all of that is done. Now people have to get serious and they have to start planning their wedding. Right. right. So March 
versus the day. Okay, so okay. what's the major trend we'll be seeing this year? So it's actually reflective of a bigger societal trend around sustainability. Couples are looking for ways to put an eco-friendly stamp on their wedding. Wow. One way that you can do that is through your stationery, right? Paper doesn't seem like it's a thing that would be eco-friendly. No, but that, I feel like that's the first thing you think right. of. Exactly. Yeah. So these are from paper culture. These are made of 100% post-consumer recycled paper. Cute. Wow. So there are those options out there. No trees were cut down to make these. Wow. Is this, cool. I mean, I don't know if this is an IE question, is this a cheaper option as well? It, it really depends on the customizations and things like that, okay. but they have tons of options that really go with any style. Okay, Got it. cool. And now we have all of this food in front of us. So I know, I'm so excited. So couples are going to be approaching food a little bit differently in 2020. One, through inclusive menus. So they want to make sure all of their guests can enjoy all the food at their wedding, mm, despite okay. dietary restrictions, things like that. Right. Another, Everyone comes with them. Uh, uh, some, there's at least 15 people are gluten-free. Always somebody <laughs> gluten-free, dairy, allergy, all of it. So another thing is through interaction food. So this is goes beyond the fish and the chicken. Gets guests out of their chairs over to interact with the chef and really have some fun with the food. Wow, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, so this is from Border Grill. It's a sustainable ceviche bar with oysters, mm. which are the most sustainable to eat because they're filter feeders. And then oh. um, people can come up. We also have a vegetarian ceviche, so, you know, the chef can make the the little tastes when they come up and garnish I should them. taste that just yeah, to yeah, see. Yeah, you yeah, should. Just, just to see. Okay. Let us know That's how our that Peruvian is. ceviche with ahi amarillo. Should I go for it? I'll, I think I should take one. Ooh. Delicious. This one's the, the Baja ceviche. Mm. Mm -hmm. So this is just a really fun thing for your guests to do and really get them interacting and, and having a lot of fun. So Whoa. then if, if we... Yeah, we're like, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. What what else are Come Tell on us. down. Come on down. That was so good. So then we have your make-your-own mimosa bar. So this is actually a way you could pinch some pennies so you have fewer bartenders. But this feels really fun, right? Your guests get to come up. They get to mix their own mimosa. But is that cheaper, though, if somebody's in control of their own booze and they pour out, like, half so, the bottle in it? Yeah, it sounds I mean, dangerous. That, that does sound a little dangerous. Right? I'm assuming I'd be like, I'm taking this whole thing for right. the table. Well, what happens with the mimosa is when you have all these colors of beautiful, like, passion and fruit and blood orange and you know and, and champagne is not necessarily that expensive you're always going to spend that at a wedding anyway so you know i don't think you have to worry too much about oh, wait, i have one really important question Sh mimosas does the champagne go in first or does the juice go in first i think the juice goes in first and okay. we top it with champagne and there and what's go. nice about the interactiveness is that people who don't want to drink too much can have more juice and just top it off with a little bit Got people it. who just want their plain champagne straight because they love champagne okay I that right. my mimosas wrong all these all right. years <laughs> See? <laughs> what do we have over here? So this is another entertainment um, option for couples and for guests. So this ensures that the fun doesn't stop on the dance floor. Ooh. It's like your amenity basket upgrade. So couples are, or guests are walking to the bathroom and they see this beautiful make-your-own-scent bar from Olfactory NYC. And what they can actually do is go up mix their own scents and they have something and they have a really a really cool favor to take back from the wedding. Oh, I wow, love that's that. That's awesome. really fun. cute. And it keeps people there longer, right? Yeah, it does. And scent is closest to your memory. So every time somebody smells that, they're going to think of your wedding. Oh, that's sweet as that. So nice. I can't smell that well, but you know. All right, ironically. We got, we got some <laughs> decorations, some floral arrangements. What do we have yes. here? These are so fabulous. Aren't they amazing? So this, so flowers always have a place in a wedding, obviously. But this year we're going to see couples really rely on the flowers to make a huge impact. I mean, these obviously are already making an impact. 
product. Yes. They're going to be relying on things that are not just flowers. There's some artichokes in here. There are painted palm leaves. You could use that for your ceviche. So they're really, they're, they're using this to make a statement. But we're also seeing when it comes to sustainability, we're seeing couples look for ways to upcycle their florals. So use them not only at the ceremony, but also the reception and even work with a local company to compost them post-celebration. Amazing. Wow, wow, this is awesome. And I feel like the colorful flower trend is really kind of the new Absolutely. Yeah. Like I went to a wedding literally last year and it was, this was very similar to what and they... some of these are actually painted. They're oh, dry beautiful. and they're painted, which is a huge trend. Wow, well, we have all the tips for our future Good weddings. Thank you so much, Kristen. Thank and you. you guys can check out thenot.com for more ideas. Coming up, Miranda Lambert's husband is working for her as a security guard. Is this a good move for the relationship? Yeah. We'll find out. This is I a good move here. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I love working with alcohol. <laughs> Miranda Lambert's husband is reportedly now a member of her security team. <laughs> e! News has learned that Brendan has left the NYPD and is considered retired. And according to Fox News, he's been seen monitoring lines and checking bags at Miranda's concert. You think this is a good idea? For by, by the way, if you're going to be around here, I'm going to run you some work, first of all. And <laughs> I mean, second off, I've seen the bodyguard. I know that a man who's in love with you is going to protect you the most. That's but, very true, and it is his area of expertise, but I don't think he needs to be checking bags. Like he, It sounds like he's doing maybe general security work when you're checking bags and you're at the line. That's what's a little bit strange for me. No, yeah. not at all. If he's only monitoring her and like protecting her at all times, like I understand that. Mm -hmm. But the thing is... <laughs> The problem that celebrities make is you can't have your man come up in your life and just because he's a dancer, he's automatically a choreographer. Or you oh, can't so he have has to earn his spot as the, the head security? I think no, he has think to work a... his way up and he has to learn, I mean, get some respect from these guys. They've probably been on this detail for years. If Miranda <laughs> just let her dude come in and be like A1 security all of a sudden, they would have feel some type of way about it. you got to introduce your man real slow. It's like introducing your man to your kids. Mm. Like, if your man comes into your house and he's sleeping in your bed on date one, no, no, you got to be like, oh, this is mommy's friend outside the house. Then you bring him inside the house. What is going on? God. So I'm just like mommy's you know. friend. Would, yes. you, would you want your significant other to be doing your security detail? If I'm gonna have him around, why not? Well, no, because when J Lo dated Casper, was he in the show? Oh, honey, he was the choreographer. Yeah. He was all up in that. No, I know that's what I was saying. She hooked him up. <laughs> that's why it makes sense. <laughs> Give me two sips of this, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I um, hooked him up. It's his area of expertise. I just think that the bag checking is where the line for me is a little drawn. Like the general, like being her personal number one security guard or being in charge of the other security guards is one thing, but that's the extent, I think. Okay, so we're a yes and a no. I would say uh, maybe not for me. I don't want you to be my security guard. What do you you also want him to work, so that's also really tricky. I don't really want tricky. him to work for me. I don't want my man to work for me. Am I the only one? No, So you no, think your man's just going to come on tour and be cool, no, like not having a job? If you're a famous you person. Graphic designer and like do all my designs and stuff, but you don't have to be my security. Guard. But if he that's is, a job for my if, dad and my brother. But if that is his job normally, do if you know what I mean? His, it's yes. not like you're like giving him a job that's not usually no. his expertise. Like, he's not selling. She merch. needs to give him tired. something to do though, also because he's no longer working, and if he's going to be traveling with her. Yeah, I don't care for you to be my security guard. Trust me, I'm with you. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I wouldn't be. I wouldn't do that either. Why would you want the person her, who loves you the most to have to protect you? To also be in the line of fire, like, and then both of us go down. Look, oh, that was that's a dark it. twist. Come on. I, don't, I don't know. That was a Sorry. Lot. I'm like, what's wrong with that? If I'm not gonna live, you're not gonna live either. Come on, let's go. So, 
What else is well, there? We are moving on to <laughs> Katy Perry. She just told the Daily Telegraph Stellar. <laughs> We're both going down. Okay. We've had some champagne. Um, she told Stellar that she and Taylor Swift don't have a very close relationship because they're very busy, but they do text a lot. She also said that forgiveness is important and that if you can forgive your enemy, that's <coughs> amazing. Can you fully forgive your enemy? She also said that it's difficult at the same time as it is amazing. If the person was your enemy over a reason that didn't make sense, and it was all a bunch of he said, she said, and misunderstandings, it's very easy to forgive somebody for that. But if you're my enemy, trust and believe you're in that category for a reason, and I'm not gonna forgive you and move on and be friends with you, but I can let it go, and we can just respect one another. But I think for these two women, it was a lot of he said, she said, and it was a lot of the misunderstanding that when they got together and actually talked about it, it didn't make sense for them to be this mad at one another. Yeah, they were hearing things from other people and then got more increasingly upset with each other without actually dealing with it fate, like head on, right. and then it spiraled out of control. And that's, I think, probably why they found their way back to each other, but I do think if you have an enemy with somebody purposely does something to hurt you, I think that that person stays your enemy forever. I think if you are harboring anything towards another person, for my own personal health, I would have to forgive them so I can go on and I can be happy and I can be free. But Otherwise, that doesn't mean they're in your life. They don't right? have to be in my life. I Rekindling don't have to text is different. Them, but I can forgive an enemy. Yeah. And I, I, I should, or else I will be the one suffering in the long run. I agree with I that, agree but with then that. you can still have that person out of your life. You forgive them for what, you've, what they've done, you've processed it, you've moved on, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's room for a relationship with that person right. anymore. Yeah. It's also nice to have like, I know this sounds terrible and petty, but it's kind of nice to have an enemy or something. Like, like that person who you just don't G with because then it just, I don't know, it's weird. I, I kind of like having people in that box. Really? Because it just lets me know where I stand as a person and what I will put up with and what I won't put up with. Clarity. And I won't put up with that. And it's nice to remind myself, like, when this person crossed that line and you can't come back over that line, you stay there. Yeah, I guess, but I, I just feel like enemy is also a strong word. And like, okay. enemy, you, know, you enemy. gotta be taught to love your enemies and those who even hurt you because, yeah, it's just. You wish them well, but it, that's also when you've come out the other side. I think when somebody wrongs you at first, it takes a few years yeah. to like let that burn off. Yeah. But I do agree, you don't harbor resentment because it just makes you old looking. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, not good for your spirit, not your good. soul, nothing. And waking up at five. All right, you guys, coming yeah. up, Kim and Courtney step out in full body latex. We're gonna talk about how we feel next. That's how they meet them. Kim and Courtney hit the streets of Paris wearing head to toe latex. Kim loved the Balmain look so much. She wore two other skin tight latex outfits. How do we feel about them? Because I am obsessed with these. I'm just happy they did it in the wintertime because I know there were times where she did the latex in the summertime Ooh. and I know it was a little muggy. Ouch. So I'm hot. just happy she did it. It's great. It's oh beautiful. Gosh, it's so I just wouldn't good. have done three in a row. I, I but I think I he, he gifted them to her. I think she looks so I don't understand how this woman doesn't look bad ever. I really like I do not get it. She's never tired looking, her makeup is never bad. Like I just don't get it. I would love to see the behind the scenes of her getting into that latex fit because I know when I wear latex pants, it is a struggle. It is literally, Whoa. it is like low. <laughs> Ocean or lubricant. Why are you at me is it more of a struggle getting in it or getting out of it? I feel Both. like getting out of it is the worst. When you're all sweaty and it's been like 30 minutes inside. But this of is it. like true latex. We have like the like the leathery latex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is what you tell your this husband. This is like an actual material of like a Yeah, yeah. This is thing. legit. This is what you tell your husband for better or worse. This is for worse. Come on. You take bring it off it. and there's just steam coming <laughs> off of your body. <laughs> that is it for us and latex. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We got four trends you need for spring and uh, some more fun stuff. So hopefully.
hopefully you come back. You should, right? You'll be back tomorrow. See yeah. you guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for the ceviche. Wow. Wow. I need to buy champagne again. Can you get the champagne? Thanks for listening to the podcast edition of Daily Pop. Remember, we've got a new episode every day. Make sure to subscribe and have a great rest of your day.